The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. What's up, Cleaning Nation? Lindsay here again today with Tracy. And I'm, I always say I'm excited for doing podcasts with Tracy because I always am. Like, I'm always super pumped because we kind of have a little way of getting on a call together and then we talk and like have these great ideas of what we're experiencing and what we want to share with you. Um, so this one, again, I'm excited. I know Tracy is too, but, um, what we're going to talk about is this entrepreneurial mindset that we see when, um, people join our elite program, which is awesome. You got to have that grit and uh, tenacity. Tracy just said to start, um, she said this off camera, by the way, but we're going to dive into how, even though that's amazing and then it gets you started, it doesn't really serve you when you're getting ready to scale and really get in the shoes of the owner and get in that kind of mindset. So we're going to jump right in it today. Tracy, take it away. All right. All right. All right. Yes, yes, yes. So what we're, what we're really diving into is those of you out there who have a business. You started it. You're you're that entrepreneur. You're like, yes, okay. You know what? I'm I'm not satisfied just being a solo cleaner if that's how you started. Or maybe you just jumped in, you bought a business or you you went all in and you actually have a, a business now. You have, you know, you're you're generating some income. Maybe you're even up to like ten thousand dollars a month or so. So this starter entrepreneurial um, energy mindset, it really centers around, uh, the best way I could say it is there's a, a little saying that kind of sums it all up. It's like, if it's going to be, it's going to be me. You know, if it's to be, it's, it's going to be me. That mentality and that grit is fantastic to get you started, to launch your business. Okay. But if you're already there and you're like, yes, okay. I crushed it. I launched my business, but now that same <laughs> that same mindset, that same um, sort of frame uh, model, if you will, is that you are the one that does it all or just about everything yourself. Um, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to you know do all the marketing myself. I'm going to do all the cleaning myself, or at least I'm going to be out there um, training and being hands on. And I'm going to talk to the clients, and I'm going to do the accounting, and I'm going to do the hiring. And I'm going to you know, and you start making these lists. So as you start to grow, you realize, holy moly, like I'm getting burnt out, yeah. and there's only so much you to go around. Mm -hmm. Right. So what we find, Lindsay, what you were referring to is when a lot of business owners who were probably in your shoes right now, if you're relating to this um, out there in Clean Nation, is they max themselves out. They're like me, my wife, my husband, my family, maybe we're maxed out. We're, we're already doing everything we can. There's no more hours in the week. There's no more, you know, um, and and now they feel like they're in a box 
because they can't scale. They can't grow beyond that. And so what I'd like to talk to uh, everyone about today, Lindsay and I are going to talk about the different ways that that shows up and how this, this is really a mindset shift on your part in going from the entrepreneurial spirit, that, that launch start mindset to being a true business owner. And the business owner is says, there's a moniker for that, is if it's going to be, it isn't going to be me. It's going to be my team. It's going to be who I hire and I empower. And so the, the business owner, true business owner, is really focused on creating scale. And that means creating culture, core values, um, really empowering the team, creating that team, creating the systems within. That's a very different mindset very different frame than um, than just if it's going to be, it's going to be me. So, Lindsay, uh, maybe you can share some of the things from your perspective inside the team when you're talking to our elite people and they come in and they're, what are some of the things they struggle with when they've been that entrepreneur? They've been the person who launched the business, but now is kind of stuck what do they have a hard time delegating and letting go of? Oh, it's such a good question. So my specialty on the team is that I deal with virtual assistants or VAs as we call them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have my own team of VAs as we've probably heard on podcasts. Some of you have interacted with them out there in Cleaning Nation. Um So we coach our clients to get virtual assistants or really any kind of assistant, even if they're not virtual, if there's someone on site helping you, someone that you're going to delegate some of these tasks to. And interestingly, people ask a really good question. They say, okay, I know I need this person, but what do I what do I have them do? Like what are some tasks that I should have them do? And I'm like, that's a really good, even though it's like a, they feel dumb asking it sometimes, it's a really good place to start because it's really making you think about, okay, out of all the things that I do, which is all jumbled up in my head, what do I have this person do? So I always coach them, Tracy, um, to, to have three categories, right? To kind of organize your thoughts to delegate. And I'm, I'm getting it in a little nitty gritty here, but I think it'll be useful yes. is there's always things that we do. I'm not, uh, I don't own grow my cleaning company, obviously, but I own my own business and um, on the side doing podcasting. And there are things that I am not good at. Number one, there's things that I know I shouldn't do as an owner that someone can do way better than me. And there's just things I hate doing. I really hate, <laughs> even in Grow My Cleaning Company, I just, I don't like editing videos. It's not my strong point. I have Apple do them and my other company have someone else do them. I, it's just not my thing. Um, so that's an example right there. I hope that helps a little bit. So out there in cleaning nation, start making lists. I would say of things you could possibly delegate, like make your crappy version 1.0, as we call it, of all the stuff that you do that you need to offload. I love that. And that's, and I love your perspective on that because it's funny because when I'm coaching in next level, these are people that have been with us for a little bit. They've gone through the first, um, the first round of the nine weeks and really got through boot camp. When I'm talking to them, they, they're at a point where they're like, okay, 
Now I really have to start delegating things like even, even um, hiring cleaners mm-hmm. and do, you know, delegating things like the scheduling um, and empowering their people in the hiring process, having someone in their team help with interviews. Having, so these shifts in, well, wait a minute, I always did all that. It starts with cleaning, mm-hmm. getting out of cleaning. So if you're still out there and you're cleaning, for example, um, that's one of the very, very, very first things we talked to you about in that shift in the mindset. And what I hear, what we hear a lot of is, um, is trust. Mm, so yeah, like we hear that. Well, but I, how do I trust that when I hire people that they're going to be, they're going to reflect me and my brand and my values out there and, and keep up, you know, relationships with the clients. And so there's a lot of fear around, they're not going to be like me. This person or these people that I'm hiring are not going to care as much as I do, or they're not going to keep up the quality that I do now. And that's a big, that's a mindset thing. It really is. It feels like it's not a mindset thing, but it really, really is. And I would say that um, they want to grow, but having that fear of letting go of mm-hmm. anything, it's almost like when parents have face that age where their kids start to do things on their own. <laughs> I remember when I, I first let my daughter drive a car by herself, you know, like those moments is just, ooh, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, not only is that my $30,000 car, but you know, she could die. And so, so I think that we have similar fears when we're going from it's me doing everything to I really am ready to delegate and to scale. So I would say one of the very first things, if you're in that position and you, you, it's been all you and you want to grow and you're ready to grow, you te- you're telling yourself, yes, and you might be even, here's some of the telltale signs, you're really ready. You're starting to feel burnt out. You're mm-hmm. starting to feel like, oh gosh, you know, imagine yourself five years, 10 years from now. And if you look out at the landscape of your business right now and the dynamics, the way it's set up, the systems that you have, the people, all that. And you look out five to 10 years from now, would you feel confident that what you have right now, you could scale 5X, 2X even, double it, Mm -hmm. 5X it, 10X it. Would you want that? And here's a hint. If you're at the center of all of it, your answer is probably not just no, but hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just not even mince words about it. You're probably freaking out going, no, there's no way. Okay. So let's talk, Lindsay. Let's, Let's really get into what are some of those first things that they need to shift if they're ready mindset-wise, mentally, emotionally, they're like, okay, I, I get it. I know I need to let go. I need mm-hmm. to let go of all of these details and being the only one. What do I do first? 
I'd love to hear it from your perspective of like, what are some of those primary things like first steps in elite? Like when they come in, what are some of those first things that you see? And then I'll share some of the things that I've seen that can be first steps. Of first steps. Yes. Okay. One that I hear from people a lot, and it's more of just like they hate doing it and they hate, they like, don't want to do it category is payroll. Mm-hmm. Payroll is huge. People are like, I, I just, it stresses me out. I can't, like, I'm not even good at it. Um, so they want to offload their payroll. Um, another one I hear a lot re- recently, especially, and I, I kind of want to go on like a little peek your brain a little bit on this one, Tracy, but I actually had a client come to us recently to to me and, um, and they were like, I want to get out of scheduling. I don't want to schedule anymore. And I said, that's awesome. Good. That's a huge stop. That's one we hear a lot. Um, but what I wanted to pick your brain on is she, she went through a little mindset, monkey mindset where she goes, ah, but the problem is you don't understand no one's going to understand. I have a very specific schedule uh-huh. and no one's going to understand it, but me, yeah. I, I mean, there's no way I'm going to be able to explain this to someone. So kind of <laughs> wanted to volley that one off of you, but those are the two I hear the most. Yes. Yeah, scheduling is a very big part. Very, very big part. And let's just say you've already started trying to hire people or you have hired people. And now your second problem, this is a very common is scheduling. You're like, oh, but nobody can do it but me because it's complicated and it's, you know, and here's the, well, there, besides the mindset piece, which I will just say right off the bat, every single one of our clients who has finally offloaded this, has delegated this to someone competent, of course, but um, when they've hired someone who was a core values match, to handle scheduling has all said afterwards, oh my gosh, best thing ever that I have Mm -hmm. ever done. And they do it better than I even did. So I just want to assure you that if this is a mindset thing for you, we have many, many, many members that have made this transition. Okay. So back to (laughs) the, uh, the, the tactics of it, there's probably a telltale sign here that you've overcomplicated it. You have likely made too many exceptions that have become the rule. You don't really have a good system. This is where Mike, I can hear Mike's voice now. It's it's because you're lacking systems, right? There's not a good system because the system is not people dependent. And that means even you. So if you're the single point of failure in scheduling or in any part of your business. And that means there's a a system missing. So the system, once you decide, okay, A, I'm going to delegate this, even if I feel like it's not something that can be delegated, we're here telling you, we have lots and lots of history with this and experience. Yes, it can be. So just deciding that's number one. Number two, is let's just agree that system, a system, when you have that in place, is going to replace you personally needing to be the one or any person, single person, personality that needs to be the one handling it. And I'm really, truly, Lindsay, that's what we see most. People come in and they're blown away by 
wow, there's a system for everything. And one of the things I was going to say is, is their numbers. Ooh, good one. Talk about a system. So when members come in and they, they don't really have a clear understanding about their numbers, we ask them to pull up their P&L, their profit and loss sheet from their QuickBooks and, or from their tracking system. And that's where they start going, ooh, well, you know, what, how much are your cost of goods sold? I don't know. It depends. It varies. It, you know, we hear all the stories. <laughs> it's because they don't have a good system for their accounting and their profit and loss sheet reflects that. So that's a really good example of that whole, you know, why should you then move from the entrepreneurial starter energy and mindset and framework to really being a business owner? That is one of the number one systems that we see and mindset shift around that is an owner of a business not only knows their numbers, but has easy, quick access and a mastery over that. That P&L is everything. And hey, you know what? I, I think really, truly at the end, we all need help. We need support. And if it's just you, then you're only going to get what you've been getting. And, and that's true for all of us. So I think, Lindsay, to wrap up our discussion today, maybe you can share with everyone a good way for them to, if they're ready, to move out of this, if it's going to be, it's got to be me, mindset into getting some support, how we might be able to help them with that. Yeah, the best thing to do right now would be to book a call with one of our coaches. Um, you're going to go to growmycleaningcompany.com forward slash talk, T-A-L-K. And if you're lucky, you might even get on the line with Mike um, so you can get some real hands-on experience. Um, I know he's been taking some calls lately, so it's been pretty fun um, to hear him helping people and working out these exact things. And having someone walk you through it, walk through these systems that people like us that have the experience of helping you set up systems, whether it's your hiring funnel, getting like-minded core value matches, or even getting clients. So yeah, growmycleaningcompany.com forward slash talk. And my encouragement out there is, listen, if this is something that you've been thinking about for a long time, you're frustrated with the level that you're at, you're ready to break through, Take a couple of notes, take a moment right now and write down the areas that you feel like you're either, you know, you need help or want help, but you're afraid like, mm. and share that with whomever you talk to, whether it's Mike or someone on the phone, just get it out. Talk about those areas because it's amazing what can happen when we pull that out of our head, <laughs> right? Just our thinking about it constantly spinning our wheels to writing it down, to actually talking about it. Perfect. So that's an action step right now. Definitely, unless you're driving, write down the areas that you know you need to want to grow, but you feel like you're still maybe stuck in, have some, some fear about, or just don't know what the answer is. Okay. I like it, Tracy. I like the homework assignments. Those are my yes. favorite. Clarity <laughs> right. is king. Clarity is king, indeed. All right, Cleaning Nation. Well, that is what we have for you today. We could probably go on for another 20 minutes, but 
we're going to cut it today. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tracy, for joining me. And um, we'll catch you next time, Cleaning Nation. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast, and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can, as long as uh, this number is man. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.